be attentive. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. What shall I render to the Lord for all that he has given me? Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. Brethren, obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as men who will have to give account. Let them do this joyfully and not sadly, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience desiring to act honorably in all things. I urge you the more earnestly to do this in order that I might be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will working in you that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. At that time, as Jesus entered a village, he was met by ten leopards who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, Were not ten cleansed, where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God, except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith saved you. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Of all diseases, leprosy is the only one that is singled out by the law of Moses and linked specifically with sin. It's not that having leprosy was sinful, of course, nor was it necessarily the result of sin. Rather, the disease was seen as a graphic symbol of sin because of the grotesque nature of its manifestation. Visible lesions, distorted parts of the body, the loss of large pieces of flesh, cartilage, and entire appendages. If we could see sin, it would look something like leprosy. The leprosy of the soul is far more hideous than the physical disease. And so we see in this morning's gospel lesson the ten lepers who, quote, stood at a distance from Christ, not only because the Old Testament law demanded that lepers be separated from people, but on a deeper level because sin distances us from God. Sin is what separates us from the love of God, as St. Sophronia of Essex has said. And sin is what breaks down human relationships. As the prophet Isaiah proclaimed, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hid his face from you so that he does not hear. Chapter 59, verse 2. At a time when we are so keen, so careful, and so cautious to distance ourselves from our fellow human beings in order not to catch a physical disease, maybe we should make at least the same effort to distance ourselves from the much worse spiritual disease of sin so that sin does not distance us from God. People go through pretty great and extreme lengths to steer clear of others these days, crossing the street to avoid fellow pedestrians, placing X's and markers on the ground, and so literally treating everyone like a leper. I wonder what sorts of precautions humanity has taken when it comes to distancing itself from iniquity. Have we put in place any caution tape to tell us when we are about to break any of God's divine laws? Do we have safeguards in place warning us that we are coming dangerously close to sinning against God and against our fellow man? The dreadful reality and the sad thing is that our society has no such things in place anymore. St. Anthony the Great, whom we commemorate today, in fact, spoke about our days when he said prophetically 1,700 years ago, a time is coming when men will go mad, and when they see someone who is not mad, they will attack him, saying, you are mad, you are not like us. In our days, beloved, we are told that 2 plus 2 equals 5, and if we don't go along with it, we are deemed crazy. 
We are told that sin is righteousness, and righteousness is sin, that immorality is morality, and morality is somehow immorality. And if we disagree, we are ridiculed as societal dissidents. But woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, says the Lord God Almighty in Isaiah 5.20. Let us therefore put more energy into the matters of eternal consequence, brothers and sisters, and understand how revolting sin is in the eyes of God and truly how damaging it is. Let us distance ourselves from sin so that sin does not distance us from God. So given our condition, what can we do? What, in fact, must we do? Let us look again to the lepers in this morning's gospel. First, even though they knew they were far from God because of their disease, think about the spiritual sickness right now, they nevertheless cried out to Jesus. They came to him. They lifted up their voices, it says, and they said, Jesus, have mercy on us. By appealing to his great compassion and love, they are asking for forgiveness, for cleansing, for healing, and compassion. This is the first step in our reconciliation with God when the leprosy of sin has infected us. No matter how far we have distanced ourselves from him, no matter how diseased we have become, be it individually or as a society, we must cry out from the depths of our soul in deep confession and repentance. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. And then after crying out to Jesus, the Lord gives them a command. Go and show yourselves to the priests, he says. And what do the lepers do? Without hesitation or delay, they listen to him and they go. And so the gospel reports on their way to the priests, they were cleansed of their leprosy. Because they obeyed Christ's word, they were healed. Herein lies a second lesson for us, obedience to the word of God, to his life-giving commandments leads to spiritual health and well-being. As Moses says in Deuteronomy 28:2, and all blessings shall come upon you and they will find you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. And finally, after crying out to Jesus for mercy, then receiving healing on account of his obedience, the one faithful leper shows us how to thank God and to offer him gratitude. The text reads, Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face before Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. You see, according to the 14th chapter of Leviticus, when a leper showed himself to the priest 
and was declared to be clean, the one who had been healed was to offer sacrifices of thanksgiving to God. So what we have demonstrated here in our gospel lesson today is that the one leper recognized Jesus as true God. For instead of continuing on to the Old Testament priests to make sacrifices to God at the temple, when he saw that he had been healed, he returned to Jesus because he recognized that God had come to earth in the flesh. He returned to the God-man Christ and offered the sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving in dutiful worship, falling at the feet of Jesus Christ. And if we do these things, brothers and sisters, cry out for God's mercy when we are leprous with sin, obey his every word and command as found in the Holy Scriptures, and offer him the pleasing sacrifice of praise, thanksgiving, and worship, especially in the Holy Liturgy, we will hear him say to us, rise and go your way, your faith has saved you. And to God be the power and the glory to the ages of ages. Amen.